Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Board Games FM, powered by Theology of Games. Today is Tuesday, November 7th, and um, just want to talk a little bit about what we got to the table last night, and I have a question as well um, on some rule clarification. If anybody has it, I'd love to know. Um, so last night, we played Descent. As you know, me and my gaming group have been playing Descent on Monday nights. Last time we played, I had a very poor experience where we played Encounter 1, and it took us like an hour, maybe an hour and a half, playing Encounter 1. We got to Encounter 2, and we're defeated in no less than like three turns, maybe four. Um, and so I had a poor experience, and I was hoping that that was just, you know, an anomaly, maybe the way things work just worked out poorly. Fortunately, I was correct. We got into this new scenario this week. We had a lot of fun playing it. Encounter 1 was evenly matched and evenly weighted. Some things that the heroes did in Encounter 1 gave them the upper hand in Encounter 2. We did win Encounter 2, um, but we did have to work for it. So I had a lot of fun playing Descent last night, but one of the questions I have, if anybody plays Descent out there and has the answer to this, if uh, corners are diagonal to one another. If spaces are diagonal to one another, you're allowed to move to them. Even if there's two monsters that are on the spaces adjacent to you, you're still allowed to move orthogonally or diagonally through them to a, to a spot that is on the other side of those two monsters. However, <clears throat> what about corners? If two spaces, you're allowed to move around corners of walls. If a monster is sitting on that space between those two diagonal corners, mind you, the two, the two, the two areas are free. You're on one, the other one's open. And you're moving around that corner, but the monster is in the space that is also touching that, that corner. Can you move through it? I mean, I'm assuming you would be moving or shimmying around that corner, but but as you're shimmying around it, your butt would be in the monster, all up in the monster's space. Can you do that? I mean, you can certainly do it when two monsters are, are uh, diagonal to one another. You can move across them to a diagonal space. But can you do it around corners? I mean, I don't know. I, I just, we, we don't know. I, have, I, ha I know what I want you to be allowed to do. I, I want to be able to do that. But I'm just not sure if the rules allow it. If anybody has any insight, let me know. Um, also, last night we played Professor Evil and the Citadel of Time. You've been hearing a lot about that game um, on our broadcast lately. It's new. Jeremiah picked it up at Gen Con. And um, we had some rule clarifications that needed to be made. Um, when we played it the first time, uh, we, we kind of botched the rules a little bit. And we it was a cakewalk. We walked through the game and won it. Uh, last night I had um, an experience where we played with the changed rules and we only won the game by one turn. There was one move. If the professor uh, made one more move action on the clock or on the citadel of time, we would have lost the game. He would have had three treasures. We beat him by one move. It was awesome. We were sitting there. Uh, we were like, we're not going to be able to do this. It's not possible. How are we going to do this? And all of a sudden at the last second, uh, we were able to make something happen through the use of our character cards and things like that. So much fun with this game. I still feel as though this might be one of those entry-level co-ops that we were kind of talking about last week. 
Scott had mentioned um, some of those entry levels as being like uh, pandemic and um, uh, I can't think of it. Forbidden Desert, Forbidden Island. Those are those entry level games. They're beatable. They give you a good challenge though. And uh, once you're a more experienced gamer, they're going to be a little bit easier every time you play them. Um, or the situation is going to be so much the same that you want to switch to something else, another more difficult co-op. I feel like that's the way um, Professor Evil and the Citadel of Time is. However, the components are so beautiful, the artwork is so beautiful that um, you can't help but be drawn in, at least for those first couple plays. I feel as though if you give this game a nice rest in between every play, um, you're going to enjoy it every time it hits the table. So that's what I've been playing so far this week. What did you play Monday night? Let's hear from you, and as always, check us out at theologyofgames.com. See you later.